Every day, I'm having discussions with moms about their health concerns, and the conversation always shifts to the kids. As moms, we want our kids to be healthy, and it all feels very overwhelming. How do we teach our kids about nutrition and not be overbearing? And how do we empower them to make good food choices on their own? Well, you always hear me. Why not hear from one of my kids? Okay, I got brave. For this podcast, I decided to invite my 14-year-old son, JD, to join me and talk about food and nutrition for healthy families. I wanted you to hear his perspective. So that is what's going down today on Healthy Harmony. Welcome to the Healthy Harmony podcast. I'm Jennifer Pickett, dietitian turned functional medicine health coach. I help spiraling moms overcome the overwhelm through functional wellness coaching for the body, mind, and soul so they can transform their health and live a deeply fulfilled life of freedom and harmony. Let's get real. When it comes to your health, you know what to do. I strongly believe that to make the shift from knowing to doing, you must apply mindfulness, listen to your body, address what's really driving that behavior, be intentional, and finally, practice some self-compassion. The last 24 years of experience have taught me that the absolute last thing a woman needs is a lecture about self-care and another unrealistic diet plan. I recognize the importance of compassionate and intentional health practices so you can feel good. Because guess what? When you feel good, you are more likely to make better decisions for your health. If you're ready to take control of your complete health, address the obstacles standing in your way, and live a life of freedom and harmony, you, my friend, are in the right place. Resilient. What do you think about that word? I think it's such an amazing, empowering word. The word resilient means able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult situations or difficult conditions. You're a busy, overwhelmed mom, and it feels like the stress is just unrelenting and you keep getting knocked down every day. Are you ready for some strategies to help you get back up, to help you become resilient? I have something for you. The Resilient Mom Masterclass, a free webinar to help you master your mindset, your metabolism, and your mojo. It's just for you, mama. It's on September the 8th at 8 p.m. Central, and you have to register so I can send you the Zoom webinar link. So you can access registration by going to bit.ly forward slash IHH masterclass. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash IHH masterclass. Of course, I'll put that link in the show notes um, so you can click on that easily. So this is for you. If you feel like you've lost yourself, while taking care of everyone else. It's for you if you feel trapped in a body that's working against you. It's for you if you feel guilty about your health and your family's health. And it's for you if you just struggle with body, mind, and soul disconnection. 
So in this masterclass, you're going to learn the four key pillars to taking control of your mindset, your metabolism, and your mojo. Reconnect, rewire, re-energize, and reignite. So you're going to learn how to reconnect your body, mind, and soul by making sure your soul is nourished first. You're going to learn about rewiring your brain by looking at your mindset, your habits, and how you handle stress and emotion. You will be empowered with information to re-energize your body by detoxifying and ensuring that your body is working efficiently. And yes, you'll even hear about key strategies to reignite your metabolism and your drive for life by addressing root issues. Again, that masterclass, you don't want to miss it. It's on September the 8th at 8 p.m. Central. You got to register, complete your registration at bit.ly forward slash IHH masterclass. Now let's get to this podcast with my son, J.D. Pickett. I have an experiment today. I have a treat. I decided to invite my 14-year-old son to join us on the podcast to talk about nutrition. And my gutsy, you better believe it. So today's going to be a lot of fun and it should be interesting. I don't know how this is going to turn out, y'all. So let me introduce you to my son, J.D. Pickett. Hey, J.D. Hey, uh, I'm J.D. I'm 14. I'm a freshman at Melissa High School. I love it. So what do you like to do for fun? Uh, I like to play football, hang out with my friends, you know, the regular stuff. Good. Yes. Uh, I'm always amazed at how you guys kind of travel in packs. Like it's always like a big, (laughs) a big pack of you that just kind of descends on the house all of a sudden. It's always, it's always interesting. It's a good group. It's a good group. Okay. So I wanted you to come on the podcast because I get a lot of moms talking to me about their kids and nutrition and Mm -hmm. what they should do. And so You've had like this transformation. Some might call it a glow up. Uh, and back in the back in the winter, it was like what February. You really kind of you really got focused on your health, right. and you came to me and said you wanted to do meal prepping. So tell me about that. Yeah, so I just decided to um, just eat healthier, like make healthier lunches, just so I could just you know. Uh, get leaner, get stronger, and just have my diet like more healthy for school lunches. So I just started meal prepping like every Sunday for the whole week. So that was- okay. So let me. I, I've got to stop you right there because y'all, the way this went down was pretty interesting. So when he came to me and said, "Hey, mom, I want to meal prep," I like I was giddy with excitement, but I was trying to calm myself down. So I so I started to ask all these questions. Okay, what do you want me to do? What can I do? What can I teach you? You know, right. I'm in like ultra health coach mode, and he looked at me and he said, uh, "Just take me to the store. I already know what I want to do." Right? Yeah, it's funny because a lot of the stuff that. Um, I learned how to meal prep was from TikTok. So I just got all the ideas from TikTok and just went to the store and bought everything. Right. So we see, that's how we're just going to be real with y'all today. I would love to tell you that I had this wonderful impression on my son and that he was inspired by me. I'm not but- saying I wasn't inspired by you, but yes. <laughs> Thank you. But the reality is that he got the idea from TikTok. And as a mom, like when he came to me, first of all, I did ask him some questions. I wanted to make sure there wasn't any kind of, 
I don't know, disordered way of thinking. I wanted to make sure his goal wasn't to get like real skinny. But he said, I want to get leaner. I want to get stronger. And I asked him a few questions. And I really did. Like, I thought this is my opportunity. Like, I get to talk. I get to teach. But I held back. And when I said, what can I do? What do you need to know? He said, just take me to the store. And that's what I did. So um, I like how you you use TikTok to inspire. Um, and you got the inspiration from there. So tell me what you noticed. I mean, you started meal prepping. Um, tell us first what you put in your, your meal prep. So, you know, I got chicken, two chicken thighs put in the air fryer for like 15 minutes. So I had chicken as my protein and I had, um, you know, just some simple quinoa brown rice, minute rice from the store. It came in these like little cups and I put one of those in one of the, um, little cubicle pockets or whatever and uh then i had a mixture of like maybe raspberries and blackberries or blueberries and blackberries or just some sort of berries and yeah that's usually what i had awesome so what did you notice how did you feel differently after lunch like what was the difference after well lunch? yeah i used to get in trouble with my spanish teacher because i always fall asleep in class right after lunch because i would always have like sugary and starchy foods right after lunch because that's what that's all that's all we had in the um lunch line so i mean right after i started meal prepping everything just like i felt more energized i felt like more clean i guess and i didn't really fall asleep that much okay i'm gonna just do a quick side note because i don't know if you remember this conversation we were talking about mindfulness and listening to your body and i was asking you if you felt different and you said yeah, I don't feel as sleepy after lunch. Yeah. Um, and then you said something like, it must have been like those Doritos didn't help anything. And I was like, what do you mean Doritos? I'm not buying you Doritos. <laughs> and you confessed to something. Yeah. Um, I like brought, I brought lunch, but I also got stuff from the lunch line, which is like kind of, it was really unhealthy stuff too, which is not good. Right. Not good. But here's what I like. So we're not going to go off on that tangent. I mean, I could, you know, but uh, what I like is that you notice a difference in how you felt. Yeah. Like you felt better when you ate healthier. You felt better after lunch. And I think that's something that's something that I teach my clients every day, uh, my women. But um, I think it's something that we need to teach you guys is like mindfulness and how to listen to your body because that gives you an indication. Hey, when I eat this, I feel this way because, and then I think you may, it's easier to make changes. Right. So, um, I've always like I, JD. So everyone who listens, you probably have probably picked up on this by now. This has been my career, my, in my, well, I have done this for years. So 24 years now. Um, and certainly the whole time I've had JD. So I've always tried to emphasize um, good nutrition habits without like shoving it down their throat. So JD, do you remember when you were like, you were so little and I was trying to teach y'all about um, good nutrition. You loved superheroes. And I tried to teach right. you about blueberries. Do you remember what's, what do blueberries contain that's so good for you? Do you remember this? All right. She always talked about uh, how very, blueberries had antioxidants in them, right? Yes. 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 Like I, I heard, heard that word like every day, antioxidants. Like I don't even know what that means, but antioxidants. I think you were like the only three-year-old boy that could oh, say yeah. the word antioxidants. Definitely. And I always, I mean, I always heard about gut health too. And just like, it was just, <laughs> I was the only, I was the only like 
third grader, like eight year old that knew about gut health. Like, <laughs> there was one time at dinner, um, and like you said, look, here we are halfway through dinner, and mama hasn't said a word about gut health, <laughs> and like everybody laughed. <laughs> So what else have you picked up kind of along the way um, uh, about food and nutrition um, as you've been growing up? That it's good to be on like a good, um, like healthy diet, but also to have like a good routine. Like you don't always want to eat like too, too late. You kind of want to have like a good, um, not really strict, but like you want to make sure that you're eating good and eating um, real foods and eating real like like a good time, you know? Good, good. I like that. Um, again, we've tried to, you know, from a mom's perspective, you know, we've tried to emphasize good eating habits without shoving it down their throat because the, the reality is that you can literally do the opposite. You can literally drive your kids away from all healthy practices by being so strict. So right. um, I haven't used those words like you can't have that. So, I mean, can you imagine, JD, if I had been that like, you can't have that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it was good that you didn't do that. Because, like, I mean, when you're a kid, I mean, you got to have some, like, junk food and ice cream sometimes. Like, you can't always just sure. be, like, on a strict diet when you're that little. And so it's good to have, like, and also, I mean, you want to eat healthy, but you also want to have treats. You want to treat yourself. Most definitely. And, I, you know, it just reminds me because, um, you know, functional medicine looks at food as Food is fuel, food is information, food is medicine, but also food is connection. And so we connect over food. So we enjoy food in our family right. and um, we do not always eat healthy. So we're not doing this for you guys to be like, hey, look at us. We've got it all figured out. No, but we're trying to be healthy. But also there's times where we just enjoy food because I'm married to James Pickett and he is one of the best cooks. So uh, what is the favorite? What's your favorite thing that your dad fixes? Um. I mean, it really depends on what mood I'm feeling, but I mean, I really like the shrimp pasta he makes. And I mean, to, what we had tonight, he's never fixed before, but like those lamb chops we had tonight, those were, those were That good. was good. Really that was good. it. And that was a really healthy meal tonight. So it was lamb chops and he did this really uh, nice seasoning blend with turmeric, which is a powerful anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. He did um, like mixed vegetables and like a cilantro lime rice. And that was yummy, yummy, yummy. Um, I think uh, one of my favorite things that your dad fixes is his gumbo. Yes. And I'm, I'm convinced that like famous. we have friends because of your dad's cooking. <laughs> Probably. You know, <laughs> I mean, like word gets out, like he fixes a pot of gumbo in the wintertime. It has to be cold outside. And like word gets out, people just start coming into our house, <laughs> you know, because they're so, they've been waiting all year for a good bowl of gumbo. So yeah, you're right. You've got to treat yourself and you know, food needs to be a positive experience. And that's mm -hmm. what I want to emphasize to the moms. Food needs to be a positive experience. It doesn't need to be negative, but you know, you reference like treats when it comes to junk food, I've tried, how hard is that? Cause I really tried not to keep the junk food at home. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it's not like we never had junk food in the house. It was like, it was like in a good, like healthy moderation. Like maybe we'll, we'll have like, I mean, we'd go to like a restaurant and we'd go and eat Brahms or like we'd, um, I mean, pick, pick some up from the grocery store. I mean, it's just not, it's not like we just only eat healthy stuff, you know, but we do, yeah. we do eat healthy. 
We eat healthy, but also I tried not to have the junk food here at the house all the time. And JD, part of that was like for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The real junky stuff. Part of that was for me because like I'm tempted to eat it. Mm -hmm. You know, like how do I stay away from the Oreos? Like, you know, like that doesn't make sense. So um, not that we can't ever have those, just that like I'm not going to keep them in the house on a regular basis because it's just not the best thing. Um, So I want us to talk about this. You... um, you had some like pretty cool experiences this summer. You're going into your freshman year of high school. You're playing freshman football. Yeah. We've got a tremendous coaching staff and this brand new championship center. So y'all, if you've got to Google the pictures, Melissa, Texas Crazy. championship center. Tell me about that championship center. It's incredible. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, um, we got an indoor practice field. We got a outdoor practice field right next to that. And, uh, we got this really good weight room and you know everything's like olympic weight plates i mean everything's branded with melissa m on it and everything's like really just shiny because it's like brand new and it's incredible even the, incredible even like the locker room the film room is really cool too i mean i i haven't had the entire full tour but i have been there for like i mean six months so yeah, for most of your summer, like that's been your home away from home yeah. because you had performance course all summer. Then you went into football camp. And so like if you're not home, you're there. Right. Now, of course, you're in school. But um, so I'm curious with performance course and you had like performance course, which is like a extreme athletics camp, if you will, and then athletics training. And then you would have like, you know, football skills after that. Um, mm-hmm. and then you did, started doing football camp at the beginning of August and that was pretty intense. Like getting yes. up, how early did we get up? We got up at 4.40 a.m. Yep. And we had to be there like no later than 5.30. Yes. That was intense. hmm So what did you learn from like that experience? Like the last, you know, three weeks, um, what did you learn from that experience? So that experience, I mean, I learned that rest and recovery is very important because if you don't get enough, then, I mean, it's just like, I mean, it adds up. Like, if you don't get enough rest the night before, then you're going to be tired. And then you're going to be even more tired after you do the workout because you didn't have enough rest the night before. So just like, it's an endless chain. So you just need to recover and rest enough and hydrate and eat. Yes. 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 I love it. I could not have said it better myself. So we're going to give a, a shout out to Coach Nally and all the coaches at Melissa High School. They've done a great job with these boys. And JD, uh, I've got to give a shout out to you and our carpool buddies, Grayson and JP, because <laughs> every morning, you know, I drove a lot. And then of course, some of the other moms did too. Um, but I ne- y'all never had a bad attitude, like not once that early. And then every single morning when y'all got out of the car, mm-hmm. everybody said, thank you, Miss Pickett. Have a good, like, thank you for the ride. Yeah. I couldn't get over it. Could not get over it. I mean, you always got to be positive, especially if you're about to do a two and a half hour football practice. You know, you just got to <laughs> right. stay in there. I love it. Um, well, I think uh, Coach Nally has emphasized that to you guys. And I love the discipline. That's why I'd never minded getting up so early because I loved right. the discipline of y'all getting up early. And you had to be disciplined because there's a lot of nights and you still do this. You'll be like, I've got to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And like, 
like you get it. So I think you're really like understanding the importance of rest and recovery because the body does so much healing at night. Yeah. So um, let's shift gears a little bit. What do you think an athlete should focus on with regard to nutrition? What's the most important thing for an athlete to be focused on? So athlete, um, nutrition based like food, uh, like protein is very important for muscle recovery and, uh, and lots of water. And I mean, I forgot what the stat was. It was like, something ounces for whatever your body weight is or whatever. But I usually, yeah. what I did in the summer your body weight at least drink a gallon of water every day. And, um, you know, protein and yeah. Pretty much it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. That's it. Exactly. Um, I think protein is so important. So just so everybody knows, protein is broken down to amino acids. Amino acids rebuild healthy cells. So if you're not fueling your body properly and you're working out to these extremes, like you're going to run into problems. So, I mean, we really need that good, solid protein and it needs to come from real food sources, right? Yes. Okay. So what are some of those real food sources of protein? Do you remember? So, um, you know, ground beef, just real foods like um, not like a McDonald's burger or anything like that. Just like, you know, chicken thighs. I had a lot of chicken thighs. Um, just real meat, you know, and yeah. mean, that protein powder I have, I mean, that's not yeah, real, that's but like, like, it's a good alternative, you know, it's a, it was a good clean one. Yeah. So what he's talking about is JD would do a, a recovery smoothie, um, a shake when he would come home. And so we did some research. He talked to some other athletes that he really uh, respects their nutrition. And this was a particular name brand that we uh, that we both liked. Uh, I liked the ingredients. It was good clean ingredients. It was not full of all the junk, all the fillers, all the chemicals that a lot of these other post-workout shakes have. And so he would do that and was really disciplined about doing that as soon as he came in. But you would add some stuff to that protein. What would you add to it to kind of boost the nutrition in that shake? So I would add um, one whole banana, milk, um, ber frozen berries, um, maybe a dash of honey every once in a while, but not really um, frequently, and yogurt. I would um, either put like not that much yogurt, like maybe half a cup of yogurt in. If that like all fits, sometimes, I mean, I would like change it up a bit, like maybe put a little orange juice in there or something. I mean, I just like make my own little thing. I wouldn't really yeah. stick to the same smoothie, you know. And there's sometimes you put almond butter in there. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't you try Peanut spinach butter. a couple of times? Yes. So there's other sources of protein that JD that we were uh, talking about. The other, uh, the besides the meat, obviously, you're going to get protein from nuts and seeds. You're going to get protein from eggs, um, and of course the nut butters. Um, so and and some dairy products as well. But dairy products can be highly inflammatory, so we don't want to overdo it on the dairy. So um, you know what I love is that JD was. I didn't want to overload him with information. And so I would try to like fill him out, like to see if it was a good time for us to come and talk about it. So sometimes he would be, he would be open and I would say, Hey, did you know this? Or have you heard this? Or I might show him something that I saw on Instagram and like share it with him. Um, and so I think that was helpful, but JD, I'm proud of you because you were open to this and that makes a big difference. Yeah. 
Um, so let's let's talk about this because you're talking about the protein powder. And I think we all need to learn about labels because, you know, there's a lot of processed foods and they have these labels with all these ingredients. So what do you understand about reading ingredient labels? So basically, if you can't read the word or if it looks like some kind of alien name, then it's probably not supposed to go in your body. You probably don't want to eat that or drink that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If you feel like you need a chemistry degree, uh, then, <laughs> you know, maybe that's not the best thing. Um, so I don't know if you remember this. It was a, it was many years ago because I've tried to find some teaching opportunities and that can be kind of hard. Um, but we were at Paul's house in Alabama and he had gotten like these like fake sodas and it was like zero, zero, zero. It was all kinds of zeros on it. Right. And um, you said, hey, ha- what about these, mama? Are, these must be better. And I was like, I don't know. You tell me, JD. And you were probably, I don't know, seven at the time, maybe. Hmm. I said, I don't know, JD. You tell me, why don't you read the ingredient list? And so you started trying to stumble on all of the the words in that, all the chemical sounding names. Yeah. And like you couldn't read it. And then I was like, okay, so what do you think? Yeah, definitely. A lot of those I could not read, especially because I was seven too. So. Well, yeah, but you know, again, if it looks like, okay, I need a chemistry degree and I'm not a chemistry teacher in high school. So yeah, maybe not the best thing. Yeah. Um, so that's the other kind of rule of thumb that we've tried to practice is just to minimize the processed boxed foods, all those foods that come in the middle of the grocery store. That's where it's really confusing. Y'all it's confusing to everybody. JD will tell you, he does not like to go grocery shopping with me. Why is that? Well, yeah. Like she just like, she takes pretty long to, I mean, get one thing. I mean, We'll be like standing in the middle of a refrigerator aisle and she looks at every single type of hummus or like, I mean, just looking at <laughs> every single back of every single box. Kind of, I mean, it's helpful, but. I go, well, I go into research mode and then I get angry because I see how the food companies are deceiving everybody because they put words uh, on the front of a box that you're, that make you think that it's healthy. It's a term called health washing. So they put these powerful words on the front of a box that make you think, oh, hey, like this is good for you. And then you turn it over and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't good for you. Like this isn't good at all. And it's not a better substitute. So it makes me mad. So it takes me a little bit of time to go grocery shop. And that's why nowadays, most of the time I have the groceries delivered because it just, I go into research mode when I'm in the store and then I get angry about it because I feel like we're trying to be uh, deceived. So, um, is there anything else that I, I know? It's, I know another story, JD. I thought about this earlier. Okay. You know, sometimes we've gotten y'all to try some things. Yeah. And uh, uh, one of those things a very long time ago was Brussels sprouts. And I remember being so proud because you ate roasted Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. And I felt so accomplished as a mom and as a health, as a dietitian. Like I just felt so accomplished. <laughs> So you can imagine the morning that I woke up, you were a little boy and you had a bowl of something. And, and I said, hey, buddy, um, did you fix yourself some breakfast? And you were so proud. And you said, uh-huh. 
Do you remember what was in that bowl? Oh, oh, it's the sprinkles, right? You had a bowl of green sprinkles. <laughs> For breakfast. For breakfast, yeah. So there we go. There we go. You know, some days we're eating roasted Brussels sprouts. For dinner, and then some days my son was having green sprinkles for breakfast. Y'all, it, you, you know, you win and lose. You win and lose. Um, so uh, as we kind of wrap things up here, I'm curious. There's there's moms listening, and they're discouraged. And there's there might be some of your friends listening, some kids listening, um, and they want to get healthier. They might have some goals because they're an athlete or maybe they're really young and they, they want to be a superhero and they want superhero powers that you can only get from good nutrition. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you encourage those kids or those athletes? I mean, don't be afraid to try new things. Like if you want to do something, just do it and stick to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just a word of encouragement for the moms, you know, um, this is a... This is a work in progress. Um, We're always trying to teach and encourage, and we want food to be positive. I want food to be a positive experience. I don't want food to be a coping mechanism. So um, I use something called small and sticky changes. You cannot change everything at at once. This is a lifestyle. And so uh, small, meaning the change is so little that it almost seems insignificant. And then sticky, meaning the change is easy to stick with. So small and sticky changes. So where could somebody start outside of trying being uh, trying new foods? Is there any other small change that somebody could try to start off with? I mean, if you're not exercising that much, I mean, 10 minutes exercise does not have to be that much. I mean, or just like start drinking more water, you know? Uh, I love it. Exactly. Just filling up a, like, start with a small goal. Just build up. Don't have to start with some big, like, three and a half gallons a day. Like, that's just, just set, like, goals that you know you can achieve. Love it. So well said. So well said. All right, y'all. I'm so proud. Like, this could have gone off the rails, JD. This could have been bad. (laughs) I'm not going to have to cut anything out. Like, I'm just so excited about that. (laughs) I did have to say before we got on, please don't burp. I did have to say those words. Um, So is there anything else you want to say or any other shout outs you want to give while you're here? Uh, I think I'm good. All right. Thank you. Thank you for being on here with me, son. I appreciate it. For sure. All right. So just so y'all know what this little setup looks like, JD is up. I'm in the office where I have my podcast equipment set up in my husband's office. And then JD is upstairs with his computer and a microphone that I set him up with because um, I use a remote uh, recording system. So if you're like, what are they doing? Are they sharing a microphone? Nope. Uh, We can see each other over the computer, but we're in different rooms of the house. We thought that would be the easiest way to do it. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to be crowded around one mic. So JD, you did a great job with your first ever podcast. Gracias. (laughs) Thank you, bud. Oh, goodness. Okay, so what did you think? I'm curious. I cannot wait to hear from you. I'm curious what you thought about the podcast. Get back to me. Um, Our family, I'm just going to tell you, our family, we're a work in progress. So please do not take this as we're trying to say we have it all figured out. We don't. We're definitely a work in progress. And, you know, just from a mom perspective, you just try so hard to impress healthy habits on your kids, but it is not easy. And there's so many factors at play. So it was really interesting listening to my son and realizing 
oh my goodness, there's some things that stuck. You know, sometimes it he didn't seem like he was listening or he seemed like he was irritated and there were some things that stuck. He was listening and some things that like stayed with him. So that was just so encouraging to my mama heart. And I just want to encourage you today. It really is up to you to teach your kids about health and wellness. It's up to you to teach your kids about nutrition. If you're not teaching them, who's going to teach them those things? And so it's up to you. And listen, if you need some help in this area, please attend that masterclass that I've created just for you. The Resilient Mom Masterclass, Master Your Mindset, Metabolism, and Your Mojo. Your kids need a healthy mom to teach them healthy habits. And girl, I've got your back on this one, okay? So don't forget to register by going to bit.ly forward slash IHH masterclass. When you register, uh, you will immediately receive an email from me with the Zoom webinar link. So if you don't receive an email from me after you register, be sure and check your junk folder. You know, sometimes it just winds up straight there. I know sometimes I sign up for something and I'm like, oh, okay, where did it go? Where did it go? And it just gets shoved to the junk folder. So be sure and uh, make sure you receive that email after you get registered because that has the Zoom webinar link. So thank you for joining me today and listening to me and my favorite son. By the way, I just have one son. I have a daughter too, which I'll have her on the podcast in the future to talk about uh, mental and emotional health. Um, So next week, I will see you again. And you're going to love my guest as we talk about a very hot topic, intermittent fasting. Oh, yes, I get these questions on the daily. So I found a fantastic guest to talk about intermittent fasting. Until then, stay encouraged, my friend. Y'all have a great day.